Hi, welcome to another episode of 90 Minutes of Wisdom, a channel dedicated to helping you expand your knowledge and develop a more successful and peaceful mind. Today's guest is a na- was national winner of the Sirius XM Top Comic Award. He has also done Just for Laughs in Montreal, JFL 42 in Toronto, toured all of Canada, appears in movies and TV shows, is an actor and a very good friend of mine. Uh, welcome, Faisal Butt. Hey, thanks for having me, Andrew. Right let's, get, let's get our 90 minutes on. Right on. So uh, excited, bro. So much. Oh, my God. So much good stuff. We got a lot of history here. Yeah. Yeah, we get right into it. Uh, I mean, we have so many so stories. We've known each other for so long. And we've had such an amazing journey together and parallel. And sure. uh, so let's let's start off maybe with just how, how we met. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'll try to... I'll try to give like the Tarantino version, but I'll try to expand on some things. I uh, I get break. This girl breaks up with me, and I'm heartbroken. And uh, and I love hip hop, and I'm like, I'll just channel my emotions into music, and I'll just wrote a, a I wrote a rap. And then a friend of mine, he had a keyboard. He's like, I'll make the beats, and it was just like a Fisher Price Casio, like my first piano. So we're just making these really cheap beats and we put the song together called Connect Love, really corny. And then that guy connects with a mutual friend of ours who told me like, hey, we're doing some rap stuff. And this is before MP3s and making beats on a computer. It's all like with instruments. Uh, and then our third friend calls a fourth friend, which just happened to be you. And you end up becoming uh, the third Bandmate, and am I, am I right? Or did we did we also smoke a joint in in college one time? Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. It was the first first time we met. Right. I remember. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, good call. Yeah, good yeah, call. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I thought my mom was going to listen. So, was so yeah. So now my 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 parents listen to all these. So they're they're going to be like, oh, now we know why oh. you dropped out of college. Yeah. Well, so yeah. yeah, which is great. That's it. Sorry, that's exactly what it was. I, like, I remember. First time it was. I remember that. I remember being introduced. We had a common friend and being introduced to you. And he's saying, this guy's a really cool guy. And I think I pulled out, I don't know if I had a joint or I pulled out a pipe. It was, I yes, to, it was something. Yeah. I used, to have like a, like I used to have to carry a pipe with, uh, in, in my bag. So I'd have like my rollies, but if I didn't have time to roll, that's how much I was into it at the time that I would just stuff this pipe and just like light a pipe and just like, you know, take a few puffs and then yeah, and then go, go to, to humanities or learn go to class. Music. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's really smart. Yeah, yeah. And I remember you, uh, you, you had that hairstyle, but it was shaved on the side. You had really long hair, but it was kind of like in a ponytail, and you wore a black trench, a black trench coat, uh, and it was like the summertime. I just remember being very like scared. I'm like, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to get stabbed in this this alley because um, we were smoking just like right on on the premises. Yeah, because back then it was like illegal. And it was, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it was basically it was frowned upon. It was like, oh, it wasn't as commercial or legal. Uh, sorry. So yeah, you know what? That happens. I get kicked out of John Abbott, and then that's when I date this girl. That's it. And then me and my friend, who who immediately left the band, and it just became you, and me, and, and then the, our third buddy, right? And then we were jamming for a couple of months. Just I taught you how to write hip hop. Yeah. So I okay. So trained. 
I'll say this. I'll say this. I, I admit that that you taught me how to write hip hop because I never I never did before that, which is amazing because you know many years later, and we'll talk about this later. Is many many years later, I ended up writing uh, one working in a hip hop studio for a few years, and number two having songs on Universal Records in hip hop, and basically you're the one that taught me how to write hip hop, which yeah. is which is cool, right? Because you were you were classically trained, right? You were cl- classically trained pianist. Well, I didn't. You know, or? Well, I I took I took uh, five years of uh, Royal Conservatory of Music. And so theory and practical. So I had five years degrees of that. Then I took seven years of keyboard lessons. Took two years of organ. And I did. Right. Uh, I took uh, you know under Indian masters uh, Dawood Khan and others. I learned you know Ravi Ravi Shankar scales. I, le- I did. I did a lot. I did my own. I did my own work. Right. I did my own thing. But yeah, I did have a sure. keyboard teacher for seven years. I did have different piano teachers, but did go through classical folk music and all that stuff. But yeah. But then like I didn't know like how do you write hip hop? How do you go from that yeah. to hip hop? Right. So, there, there was no. Hey, I'm going to teach you how to write a hip hop song on YouTube or, you know, different scales. We're all just sort of figuring it out. But I just remember you going, and I just remember like, can you just play four keys in a row over and over and over? We didn't even have a looping machine. So you would actually just go the whole time. Normally you just do one, you know, program it and it loops. So you for four minutes would just be playing, which must have been just painful. Just this repetitive thing, and then we had the third guy punching in drum beats from a speaker. Uh, this is 1997, so the, so the technology wasn't there. We were just at the forefront, as like a new program would just be kind of like would be on the internet, or, right? It was like if you remember, it wasn't like high speed internet, so we needed to download a program that would take 12 hours to download, right? So yeah, we, yeah so we're always just like there's always catch up, but yeah, that was. That's pretty. Yeah, so I let, let everyone know I was the rapper in the in the group. And then you right. were playing keys, and the other guy was just in charge of like drum beats, uh, production, kind of putting it together. And then at some point, uh, I I never really had a discussion with you guys, but I was just like, "There's gonna be a brown rapper one day. Uh, it's not gonna be me." I was just you know, but I'd always been obsessed with stand up and comedy, and it was just like every time I was holding a mic, I was like, yeah, da, 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 da. you know, and I'm like, I was at the mall last week. Like I was just in the back of my head. And then, uh, yeah, and then I just started stop coming around, but you guys kind of went from hip hop to like more electronica, well, faster BPM type thing. Yeah, well, so what happened was- We were okay, still like hanging out, yeah. Yeah, so so what happened was uh, there was uh, Arish Khan who became King Khan of the oh Shrines. Oh God, yes. Right? right, who became like a huge star, like a yeah. massive star. In, in Germany, and yeah. he used to play for the Space Shed, so it was like a very big Montreal band. Yeah, our, our BBQ, right? And yeah, um, yeah, exactly. And then there was uh, Nigel, who's a fantastic songwriter and R&B singer, and he was with us. And then I can't remember, there was Omar, a guy named Omar also. Anyways, right. 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 Yeah. And, uh, and then everyone kind of, as weeks went on, so this all started because this girl broke your heart and you wrote a song. So if you never yeah. had your heart broken, we never would have got together, which is the craziest thing ever. Yeah, and, yeah absolutely. And then uh, what happened was everyone kind of stopped going uh, to like your house, because you do it in your basement, right? We used to go, that was where we used to jam, in your basement. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, uh, and, then, and then everyone kind of stopped. And then, yeah, like then basically, like, yeah, like Sad and I continued to write songs because he would he was super into writing the beats and I would write the music. So we just like like do you want to just keep going? We just kept on going and then we just kept on going for like a decade. 
or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it just didn't stop. And then, yeah, we ended up writing, I mean, so many different styles, which is really fun, like trip hop, hip hop, drum and bass, two years straight drum and bass, house, transcribed. That was cool. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was a good thing. But it started, it started there. But yeah, let's, I digress. Let's go back to you and a microphone and, yeah. and you and I playing chess. That's what I want to talk about. Well, yeah, so we would, we would always hang out or, you know, you guys would jam and like, and we would always have like late nights where uh, where people would pass around around twelve thirty one, and I'd be like walking and like, "Hey, what's up, guys?" And everyone would be passing out, but you, you're like, "I'm gonna be up for six hours." I'm like, so am I. And we would constantly play chess and smoke. I, I wasn't drinking at that point, um, so that was a very foreign thing. But we would, yeah, I never drank, oh. so we would. Sorry, I gotta bring this up. Just gonna interrupt real quick. Anna Anaconda. <laughs> if anyone that's listening knows what anna anaconda is like this is like going to be like 0.001 of our audience anna anaconda was a, a cartoon that used to play at what like five in the morning 35 yeah something like oh, that 4 30 in the morning if you yeah literally after the test pattern on the, yes when, when ctv is like all right we have nothing else to program Right. I, I, yeah, that's right. So it was like this secret code. Anyone that knew the the, the cartoon Anna Anaconda <laughs> meant that you were up until five a.m., six a.m. Uh, because you're whatever you're you're an artist basically or a whack job whatever. Yeah, you know? you're just unemployed, right. which I also was, and uh, yeah. But we, we were pr- very productive. We we're talking a lot about just you know mysticism, uh, you know. Uh, you, you brought me, put me onto the concept of synchronicity, you know, which was very important, which would play a really important role. Like just, I, just understanding what that meant, uh, you know, like the Matrix. We would always say the glitch in the Matrix, right? Sure. But we were always playing chess, um, and then I, and then I was just like uh, kind of obsessed with stand up. I always wanted to do stand up, right? And you're just like, yeah, I don't know, I'll try, whatever. Uh, but, but like my actual, like making the choice or decision, which is in a conversation, like, I'd like to do stand up, right? And just like putting that out there into the universe, right? Yeah. Well, this, this is like how I, how I recall it, uh, again, it's probably completely wrong, but in my memory, this is how it is. You and I are playing a chess game. And I remember one point, I just want to bring this up. I remember calling you at two in the morning and, uh, I still remember your home phone number by the way. And I called you at two in the morning and I was like, what are you doing? You're like, not much. I'm like, you want, to, you want me to come by and pick you up? You want to play chess? You're like, yeah, for sure. Right? And we play like chess from like 2.30 in the morning to like seven in the morning, right? Yeah. Just ridiculous stuff. And um, I remember saying like, reading a book and saying like, well, I used to read all these books. It's like how to be successful, right? How to be, you know, and then it would say, do what you love to do and do it better than anyone. That's what it always right. would come down to. Do it. And yeah. then, so I remember talking to you about this and we're over a chess game and say, and I was telling you, and we'd have, yes, we'd have these very deep, you know, philosophical conversations and stuff and saying to you, yeah, you know, um, this is what I think that we should do. We should just do, put your heart and soul in one direction. Don't be all scattered. I'm going to do, today I'm going to be a cowboy. Tomorrow I'm going to be an astronaut, right? Just go like one direction. And then you were like, I said, well, so if you could do anything, what would you do? And then you were like, be a comedian. And then you asked me the same. And I said, well, I would, I would do music. And then it was kind of, we looked at each other and we kind of made that like decision. Well, okay, well, there you go. Like, that's it. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to do comedy. And I'm like, I'm going to do music. And we did. Yeah. That might, it's still, we're still like years ago. So many years. I mean, there was many years of just like grinding it out before we even like reached success. And there was like moments of like 
why the hell am I doing this? What is this? I remember, and here's where I'll, I'll uh, we're very close and I quote you a lot over the years, not that I'm ever given advice to anybody pursuing anything, but people ask me like what it took for me, what I, you know, so I'm like a nightmare and I have anxiety and depression, I'm a weirdo. Uh, two things you, you, you told me that I passed on, and I'd always preface by saying, I'm not giving you advice wherever you are. Uh, you were like, you have to be thankful right now uh, for all of the success that is coming to you, right? Which was also, it was a weird thing. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, you know, just put in the work, grind it out, keep your eyes on the big picture. But then you're like, if you truly want something for yourself, you have to be able to wish that for someone else. And that was like a tricky one. And people don't, people right away, they're like, what? No, I don't, I don't get that. I don't want that guy to get it just for less. I don't want guy, guy to get a Netflix up. Well, no, then, and, and I went through years of stand-up, like auditioning and not getting through and maybe being bitter and maybe entitlement and figuring that out and medicating myself. And then the year, because it's almost like I always sort of stopped talking, but I sort of like kind of remembered, oh yeah, I used to like live myself, live my life by, by that, by that, by those quotes. And then, uh, I just started to apply it because, you know, like they would announce like, this guy go to the festival, this guy. And I'm like, what? No, not me. And then I just started, I was like, so happy. That guy deserved it. The guy was working. I just started looking like that guy was, that guy or girl with them was writing jokes, performing, going out harder than I was. And then I started to shift my focus and I was like, I don't know, okay, whatever. And then, and then I got into the Sirius XM contest and then that was like my laser focus. I also had a baby on the way. So, you know, and it was a big cash prize. So that's also why the incentive or the drive was there. But, but it stems from those two quotes that I would, you know, and now I tell those to new people or, you know, whether it's a musician or artist, you know, an actor, stand up. Yeah, that's amazing. Like, you know what I mean? Like you, you have to be able to wish that for someone. If you can't, if you can't be happy that that guy got something that you wanted, then you're, you're sort of doomed. Now keep in point, like I have, I will call you, I won't, publicly but i'm like i'm screwed man I'm, I'm so mad this thing you know what i mean like i have people that i vent to i just don't do that publicly or put that energy out there it's just like yeah like uh, you know, yeah it's like you don't focus exactly you can have that natural reaction but you don't focus like i've seen i know with you because i i saw i was at every one of your shows from the first day you got on stage for yeah. what like a year or something first, I, yeah i, I didn't I miss any show and yeah. I, I, there weren't I, that many because <laughs> an open micer, but when I got on, like I'm on again. You're like, yeah. all right, let's go. I was there again. every every show, and thanks to you, I'm just going to go off on a tangent here, but for, but thanks for mentioning that's really cool. Is because I there was a snowstorm, and you were performing uh, on Bishop Street, uh, the place down. Yeah, Grumpy's. Grumpy's yeah. Grumpy's. I, I, at some point, I became the host of this open mic. Okay. Uh, so, at Grumpy's. So I had made a commitment because back from like the chat playing chess, I made a commitment that I would support you. In my mind, that I would support you no matter what. There was a snowstorm. Like it was a brutal snowstorm. It took me almost two hours. I drove alone like, to go to, and at that time, I had a lot of anxiety about driving. So I drove to Grumpy's through the snowstorm. It took me two hours to get there. And I came to see you. And I perform, right? Because you're like, I'm doing open mic there. So I came there. And that night was uh, Darcy Conray was was right. playing. Uh, she was singing and playing uh, folk songs on her guitar. And I approached her after. She's very pretty, too. And I approached her after. And I was like, hey, you know, my name is and all that. And, and I was like, would you be interested in doing a song together? And that became our second biggest hit, I Think of You. Right, but, but it was again. It was because I 
I went through this note because my respect for you and, and willingness to support you and a drive to support you is that I drove through that snowstorm and just to see you, just to say like, like, and I knew that, you know, there's probably going to be like 10 or 15 people there because I mean, it's a snowstorm and, and whatever, but I just want, I, you know, I told you I'd be there. I don't, and I never, you know, Scarface, never break your word or your balls for anyone. Right. So I just, I was going to go there and I did, and I went there alone. And because of that, I met Darcy and because I met Darcy, we, we were trying to get a singer for almost, I don't know, like two, three years. We were trying with different right. singers and I kept it following through. And then Darcy and boom, we, we made I Think of You. And that became remixed by Oscar G, by Rui Da Silva, by Pablo yeah. Sabalas, became one of the biggest songs, you know, not as big as I Try, but a massive, massive hit. You know? And uh, anyways, thanks for that. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> That's cool. You know? no, yeah. There's always like, there's always some girl at like, you know, like in the mix where just someone I knew. Hey, what's up? Yeah, because I was hosting and I remember you like, who is that? I'm like, I don't know. She's never come here before, right? And so uh yeah, shout out to Darcy Conroy. Yeah. Wherever the heck. Yeah, wherever she is, I don't know. I lost track. Yeah, <laughs> yeah wherever. But that was yeah, that was cool. That was cool. Yeah, but that's it. I like that. I like that philosophy, what you're saying. You have said so much amazing um success. And I saw that that was that year that uh, you won the Sirius XM. I mean, you ended up opening for Russell Peters. Uh, yeah, right? Right. like around oh, around yeah. that huge, like absolutely huge. I mean, for any comedian, forget about like I'm not like saying because you're a brown, like a brown comedian, but just for <laughs> yeah. anybody. Sure. Any but but that's also uh, like how it's a weird. I've had like weird special moments, uh, you know, because I wanted to do. I at first was like, can I do stand up? Because I saw uh, a guy with the last name Butt, Brent Butt. Uh, and a guy named Russell Peters, who was brown. I was on CBC, and I was like, oh, okay, well, my last name is Button, I'm a brown guy, you know? And maybe, like, years later, so just to have the opportunity to, like, one, meet the guy that inspired me, and then get to, get to open for him. Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure you didn't like me, though. I don't think you thought <laughs> I don't think you thought it was funny, but but you know what? You're you're one what of those generous, sweet. What a sweet, sweet human being. Yeah. But you you you're one of those people, though. Ever since I've known you, whatever you have that quality. When someone says you can't do this, you always prove them wrong, no matter what. If I if if I say to you, oh, this guy's like you know the best chess player, you're gonna find a way to beat him. If you say, uh, you know, Faisal, you, you 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 know, I don't think you can do this. Like I've seen you. Whenever you're challenged, you find a way. Like you 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 do whatever. Like and you always win. Sure. I, I think. Thank you. I think the fault. My problem has always been like the uh, like sustaining or the, or or uh, just like maintaining that. I think that's like the the the, the constantly trying to stay motivated. Well, keep I it pushing. You know what I mean? Like that. I tell people often. I said, "There's there's only one. You have only one." People say, "Ah, oh, this person, my boss." There's only one enemy in life. It's yourself, right? Right. It's yourself right. It, for everyone. It's your own self. Sure. It's limiting yourself. Stuff like that. So like. You you're a very smart, very powerful guy, but your your flip side like is very powerful and very strong as well. Yeah, yeah. You gotta fight. You're like Faisal. It's like a mirror match, like Street Fighter, like Ryu versus versus Ryu or Ken right, versus right, Ken, right? right? Like <laughs> you're fighting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How am I always ducking my punches? Yeah, uh, like yeah, you're, you're very your your mind is so smart. You're very good at tricking yourself, and you're like. So like I I don't know I've, my perception of you from you know has always been this that you're so strong on both sides you know your your light side and your right. dark, dark side is very very strong uh, but get, you know obviously you use it and doing amazing things I, I had a I had a friend describe 
kid, uh, he's like, yeah, I have two close friends. He's like, this this guy, you know, he's like grounded. You know, he keeps me grounded. He's like, you, you are up in the clouds, right? And it was like a diss, but it was just like, because you got that free. I'm like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, and, I'm, and I appreciate that because I'm not like a grounded kind of, you know, I'm just like the floating, I, I don't know. I just love that way he broke that down. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're anything. But which, but, which is why you're the grounded, you know, like you're the friend that's grounded. It's another word for 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 a bit like I would say like you're more exciting and I'm a little bit more boring because I'm a little bit more structured. But you know, it's not negative, yeah. not in a negative yeah. way. But like I, you know, I'm, I'm more like habits. I'm more like uh, get shit done on time, more stuff like that. You're a little bit sometimes all over, but you, but it's just creativity. It's not a it's not a bad thing. Sure. But it brings you. That's why you get TV commercials. That's why you're in movies. Also, right? It's that same thing. Like what I try to tell people about. Um, it was a great quote from uh, Celine Dion's husband, right? When he yeah. lost all that money, he was, he was, he was playing he was like an idiot playing against like uh, Daniel Negreanu and those guys like playing poker, right? Like, why would you play poker against Daniel Negreanu? Like, why would you, why would you play against the best players in the world, right? Play against yeah. the worst people. And he, so he ends up losing like a mil- couple million dollars or whatever. And they, they say to him and they say, uh, what's the name? Rene, whatever. Rene Angelil. Yeah, right. And they say, well, do you, do you, you know, like, do you regret like you're losing millions? And then sort of they ask Celine Dion, you know, your husband is losing millions, you know, is it kind of like piss you off or make you feel bad that and she's like no like if he wasn't a gambler he would have never take a chance on me i would never been a star right. it's the right. same yeah. so she's so yeah. smart she's so intelligent to see that she's like for her it's so obvious so it's like if you don't take risks and i've taken a lot of risks and i've 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 failed so many times in my life and you know we're just talking about that they say that in school they teach you not to fail you know don't get an f don't fail that's that's wrong you should right. fail if right. you don't if you're not failing on a regular basis, you're not pushing yourself hard enough, you know? Right. So, and that's the thing. I said, it's so wrong. So play it safe, get an, a, get an A, get a C minus, but don't get an F. No, man, you should be getting Fs all the time. I get yeah. Fs all the time, man. I, uh, I remember a quote you, you said, this is like, it made my monkeys, it was like just starting to blow. When, when I try, was, and he's like, oh yeah, you know, if we do, if we do an interview, I think I got this quote. Like locked and loaded, it was just like really good. And then you're gonna be like, uh, Do you have any regrets? You're like, My only regret is graduating high school, right? And I love that. <laughs> the gall, I've got a lot of flack for that in my life, the arrogance. But I, I, there's something, there's some weird uh, truthiness behind you know, behind it. Well, would it, would it, because, like, like, like let me qualify that because I've had people tell me that's that's the stupidest thing they've ever heard any human being ever say. But the reason I said that, yeah, I remember saying that to you. Yeah, my biggest regret is graduating high school. And the reason I said that is because um, in I was reading Entrepreneur magazine at the time, and they were showing all these millionaires and billionaires who never graduated high school. Sure. And so I, I the reason that came to mind was because everyone's always like, oh, I got my GED and I graduated. And then I was reading that saying. Um, Oh man, I wish I could make my first million and not like, and say I had I'd never even graduated high school. Like, it was just like a joke, right? But then just yeah, became, sure. it just became like an, an open. Yeah, thank you. It, that means brilliant. a lot coming yeah. from coming from you. Yeah. But 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 just but there are people like the guy I originally started doing music with. He he was like way into it. He was way more into it than I was. But he had that pressure from his parents that he couldn't say no. So he didn't have the voice to say like no to them and like yes to them sorry he was very talented and you know what he just stayed in school and got a job and got married and and i'm sure he's he's happy you know what i mean whereas i like 
ducked out of college. I never finished. And I think I'm like two or three credits away from finishing. So even that was just like, I could finish, but I'm not going to, you know what I mean? So like the, every job I got that needed a degree. I mean, I worked for HP because you knew a girl and she was doing the hiring and I just backdoored in there. So now I'm working for this, for, for HP. And you know what I mean? I just moonwalked through. I didn't have no degree. I didn't, you know what I mean? I know how to like turn the computer on and here I am, uh, you know, do problem solving and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, you know right. What I mean? so, right. So I got that job because I knew someone, I was savvy enough. That guy got the job because he did four years. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we're at the, we're at the same place. Absolutely. But, you know, like uh, recently I saw. Same school. I have a kid. Like, I'm in a toddler. Yeah, but listen, recently I've, I've seen and like I'm all for it, school education, but I'm not, but not to knock it, but they're saying right now with, you know, with fate, there was just about a month ago, they're saying that Facebook and Google and all these companies were saying, we don't care anymore about your degree. So we don't care right. about, about your CV. We want, we care only about, what what have you done and what can you do for us so you can have it doesn't matter you could come out and have this fancy you know whatever ivy league degree you haven't done anything they don't want it they're like i don't care like yeah. they'd rather have somebody who says you know what i built uh my myspace from five people to fifty thousand. no i'm just kidding uh from you know like whatever my my social i have a hundred million whatever instagram followers and i sold the uh, you know and 10% of them buy my product or whatever, something, just some kind of track record. You can say, look, I did this and I know how to do it. The proof, this is the proof and I can do it for you. Right. And that's what they want to you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, not, not to I mean, look, buddy, you're happy in school, you know, you find salt, like if it's the path for you, but I mean, we were the type of guys that it, it wasn't, it, we didn't need it. You know what I mean? You know, so you, we you know what I would say too, though, that t things move is exponential growth. So things move so quickly that going into a classroom in, in two years while you're doing your degree, the, the world has changed Change. like yes. so much yeah. that it's already, I'm not going to say redundant, but I remember reading this, this other very intelligent guy and he was saying as advice, he goes, and this is very hard for me because I'm a habitual learner and I just, I'm like a super nerd, right? I just learn and learn and learn. And he said, stop learning. It's like, cause you can, you can, it's, you can never keep up anymore. Like there used right. to be, remember when we were yeah. younger, we would be like an article, like a technological breakthrough once every like three months or, you know, sure. it's like, oh wow, there's this crazy thing. And now that happens like every three days. Yeah. You know, so and like. Also, or, or the information, you know, like, you know, we, something happens and then we get it in the new, we read it in the newspaper. Or you would call me and be like, hey, did you hear about this thing that happened? Mm -hmm. I read it in a, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, could, yeah. I, could, I could look up, what's the capital of uh, Turkmenistan, you know? Oh, did you know there was a dictator there? And I, and I can just dive, could do a deep dive and do a full podcast. Uh, you, know, you know what I mean? But uh, information was just not so uh, prevalent. Yeah, well, that's it. As you said, now it's one, anything happens, scary, yeah. there's a tweet, one tweet. And boom, the whole world knows in in seven seconds what happened, right? Yeah. So that's that's one thing. And uh, yeah, man, they, they, like I say, we grew up. This, you know, it's a very interesting uh, for our age group that we grew up pre-internet. We were in, you know, yeah. in high school. There wasn't, you know, I mean, there was just dial-up. There's dial-up starting, and there wasn't any yeah. cell. There wasn't cell phones. There was pagers. 
started when we were in high school. Sure. Yeah. Right. It was paging, and then you, the only people that had pagers were were doctors or drug dealers. Or drug dealers. Right? Yes. Uh, nine one one. Yeah. Exactly. Go to a payphone. Like, what's happening? Not, not much, man. Just seeing how you're doing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but look, I got a five-year-old who can like you know, use a tablet and open stuff. Like, so it is really weird. So I, I'm still trying to like, still keep it analog a, a little bit. But we can see that, you know what I mean? We can, we, just we, because of us. Or, but we can appreciate it. We can see it. Like we can understand yeah. the pre and, we're just at that age where we're no, we weren't old, too old to like make that transition. You know what I mean? We're young enough right. to be able to be like, oh yeah, that's cool. And, like, and, 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 and get it. And we're just old enough to remember what it was like, like an encyclopedia, like, Going to the right. library, like, yeah, madness, yeah. madness, yeah. you know, like taking out books on dinosaurs. Oh, look at this. Like, oh, the book is out for my project because someone else is doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. What the, you yeah. know, now it's like and, it, like, and it sounds crazy if, if you think of how, what a short span that was to say, well, you'll have in your, in your hand, it's going to be your phone. It's going to have the answer to every single question you ever wanted you know, in your, the palm of your hand. It's just, it's so, it's too crazy. It's too crazy right. to conceive, but we saw every step of that happen. Like I had the yeah. Nokia flip phone, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, awesome, you know, it's, it's so quickly. So what's going to happen when, I mean, like, like Sloan, she's what, she's five? She's five, yeah. Right, so like when she's 10, forget about 15, 20 or four, but when she's 40, like, it's, yeah. it's, you can't even, the, you know, the smartest guy in the world cannot predict what, you know, what's going to be the world's going to be. But even in five years, I, I, I challenge anyone to tell us how the world's going to be in five years. Yeah. I mean, people who are in school right now, like when they graduate, the jobs don't even exist right now. There you, you know go. what I mean? Like the, the, you know what I mean? Like there's the whole. No, I, I, I got to interrupt you. Whole... That is, that is perfect what you said, because when I, I used to read Entrepreneur Magazine and when I was like. 15 16 and they said the job you're going to have in the future has not been created yet right yeah and that's exactly right so there's going to be all these jobs i worked for um a vape company right like last year for three months and there was no such thing as vaping like what right. like five years six years i don't know six years ago or sure yeah seven yeah, i don't know something like that five, six or seven years ago there was no there was, it didn't even exist you know and then it was like so like how could you be so who knows what's the next thing right that's going to happen and it's going to be this industry we couldn't even conceive of because it hasn't been and then things um if you look at five fortune 500 companies and the amount uh that a fortune five companies have closed they're just like closed their doors over the last yeah. x yeah. amount of years and you're like wow and it's just like so it happens so quickly yeah i mean look at look at uh, something as innocuous as a uh, it's innocuous right word. Uh, we would take pictures and we would get developed from Kodak. Guess what? Kodak is gone. You know what yeah. I mean? Kodak was just like synonymous with taking pictures. You know what I mean? So, and look, look, you know, not to, we all know our current situation here, the fact that we're on Zoom, buy stocks and Zoom people. Um, like, who knows what is, what's like the, mar what's the job market going to be like? You know what I mean? Like, we, we, yeah. it's, it's just, it's crazy. You know what? It's okay. No, it's okay. I know it because you're, I know you're respecting that. I was just saying, like, I don't want to, Bring that, bring that up, but I, we have to bring it up. It's good, you know, it's fine. Like right. to, to bring up yeah. the situation. Where, so right now, as we're recording this, we're all in lockdown, right? It's, it's COVID-19 so time. All right? the people listening to this in the future. In the future, yeah, this exactly, future. exactly yeah. for future people, yeah. yeah. Uh, that we, yeah, we're in a, a lockdown right now. Well, you know, a lot of a lot of interesting things. One is um, 
you know, commercial real estate that like people are realizing, man, I didn't, I don't need to rent this office for $50,000 a month yeah. anymore when it's yeah. people are being just as productive, if not more at home. So yeah. it, when, when this is all hopefully, you know, all over and, and everything's back. And then they're like, there's just so many crazy things. They're like, oh, well, let restaurants open it uh, 50% capacity. And there was a restaurant owner saying that like, if you're not at 80% capacity, you're bankrupt in a restaurant. Like if you yeah. don't, you know what I mean? For like yeah. Friday and Saturday night. Yeah. There's such thin margins to, yes. to begin with, right? With, with the yeah. restaurant, especially. I mean, you know, uh, my ladies, she's the executive director of the Toronto Fringe Festival and, and they had to like postpone the festival, which would have happened in July. So, so now when this is all, when the government's like, hey, guess what guys, it's all good. We did it. Uh, you know, there's going to be people that are like, not leaving my house ever again. And there's other people that are like, you know, running and high-fiving and hugging everyone they they, they, they meet, you know? So so condensing it. So like, so people people go to see theater, well, maybe not a hundred seat venue, maybe it'll be like 50 or, you know, or people are going to go to the movies, you know? So like job, job the opportunities for art or job, it's like, I don't know, we're, we're in a weird, we're in a weird it's you know, it, babbling right now like this pendulum is just swinging with no i agree velocity. i agree because you know the, the top and it's not you bro it's the top experts have no idea these are the they're very very smart people and they're talking right. about they have no idea man they have no idea like like car the guy i saw the ceo man i must say the carnival cruise and he's just like we're good people are gonna start cru I, really yeah, I found yeah, this I very hard to believe that people are going to start jumping on cruise lines when, like, it's like the worst case. You know how much money they spend on advertising, like, like for McDonald's or any of these companies, right? Just like Carnival Cruise, like, come enjoy and da, 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 and everything. Okay, what's the worst commercial you can have for? And I hope I don't get like sued by Carnival Cruise, but like the worst commercial you can have is the news article showing that people are trapped on this boat mm -hmm. yeah. with a virus that's killing them, and they're not allowed to come back to shore. So they're basically trapped on this death machine waiting yeah. to, like, that's just like, it's just so horrible, right? And I feel so yeah. bad for those people. It's not you know something to laugh at, but it's like that as a TV commercial, it's just like the absolute worst thing you could possibly have. So how can somebody, like he can say, well, you know, well, people are going to start like cruising soon and it's all good. But you know what? It's funny though, but like, I mean, cruise people are a different breed, first of all. So like that, it, so, I mean, there, there was like, you know, just the whole idea of uh, freedom, you know what I mean? And people, uh, you, you took my freedom away from me, you know? And so so we always tend to rebel against the very thing. You know, you know what I mean? Like, uh, oh, I remember Noel Gallagher, he was like, you know, he kind of comes through with Oasis and, you know, they're like, the, the bad boys, yeah. Uh, and then over time, uh, he became, he was raging against the establishment and then he becomes the establishment. Yes. Right. Right. So. Yes. So yeah. So cruise people go, go take your cruises. I get it. You want to have some sense of normalcy in your recycled air. I mean, I have been on a cruise and it was amazing. Uh, but yeah, but I, I don't know. People just, just like a market, you know, I, I don't know. We're just yeah. like small. We'll scale it down. I don't know. Yeah, I, I I don't know, you know, each for their own, but like it's like when and how and what's going to change. There's so much, I mean, so many crazy things has happened in such a more short amount of time. I mean, like you know, and it's kind of boring. But oil went to zero like a week ago, you know, like to, right. it went to sorry, it went to minus. 
And that's sure. what's a minus, like, and, and, and like just such crazy things have been happening on such a like rapid thing. And then, like, I'm sure, like, anyways, it's, it's, it's too, it's too much to follow. It's like, if this was a movie, it'd be like, ah, you know, it's, you'd be like, can you rewrite this? Cause it's too far. It's too far. Yeah. And and also, if this is the movie, like we're not even uh, at the second act yet, right? (laughs) I mean, we're still like, what's going on? What when will things go? You know, and then we haven't had the alien invasion yet, right? No, for sure. Turns on us. Okay, so let's get to your choice. Let's get to another. Let's get off the the subject. Yes, because for the people in the future, they're like, yeah, yeah like, it's already solved. It we already they already know the answer, right? They already yeah, solved like we it. Put the chip in that yeah. solved all of our problems. Yeah, you know, why are these guys so worried about it? Right, because they didn't know about yeah. But there's a uh, there's one great we watch SNL all the, all the time. Uh, there was one sketch where it was Tim Meadows as a young uh, Tiger Woods, right? He's got this like the phrase teacher's like. My earliest memories was when my father uh, glued a golf club to my head. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. It's a lot, it's, guys, there's going to be a lot of throwbacks is what I'm saying. Yeah, There's a lot of tangents. Yeah, so hey, so what do you see for yourself? What is what does the future of comedy look like oh, right God. now? Uh, you know, it's, virtual stages. Uh, do, do you, you know what I mean? What, like. What's it? it's it's uh it's it's awkward. I think it's it's probably going to be done for a year. Um, I think the I think like what you're doing right now is Zoom. I think the idea, and I would never want to do like just a stand-up set in front of my computer with my camera. It just feels like awkward. I mean, and people are doing it, and I, that's great. Go ahead, stay sharp. Uh, I, I think this is more interesting. So, like building a following organically, like what you're what you're you're doing here, uh, where, where where we just talk, whether it's Jackie Chan or Ninja Turtles or or you know, or the what was that the Shem Shamalik? What was that group? Do you remember what I'm talking about? Shamalama, Shamalama, something. Shamble? No, right? Okay. Was... No, I, I don't know. I, I can't. I can't read your mind on the, this one. But... Secrets of some secrets of Shambhala. Secrets of Shambhala. Nice. Good. There you go. Yeah. Well, I was like, uh, yeah. You know, well, like whether yeah. like that's way more interesting to have like that take as far as stand up. Like it looks like it's gonna be on like hiatus. People, you know, people are trying and. I don't know. Well, basically, like the, the, what we're doing right now is like the Conan O'Brien show right now. You know, like that's this is like exactly Literally. how it does his show. It's with like yeah. nothing, nothing more. And it's interesting to see which comedians uh, were able to, like Stephen Colbert. I think is is a brilliant, brilliant mind, and amazing. But he does not thrive under this situation. He needs the crowd to to, right, to right. feed off of. Whereas yeah. uh, you know, Jimmy Kimmel was pretty hilarious still okay yeah, i found yeah. and then i thought it was because of uh what do you have the man show right that's where he started right jimmy kimmel yeah jimmy kimmel jimmy kimmel started on the man, the man show, show right which yeah. was and so he was fine he almost seemed more comfortable he was uncomfortable with the big lights and the big crowds but being just him at home he was like he was very funny and at the beginning i mean stephen colbert's gotten better but the first couple of shows it was awful because Without that, you make when you make a joke and you have nobody laughing, 
And it's like, it's yeah. like you're bombing. It's like you're constantly yeah. bombing, right? Like you make a joke yeah. and just silence, right? Because, yeah, because you're like, is it funny? I'm doubting myself, you know, you just got to keep going. And, 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 you know, they have a team of writers. So, so, so it'll get by. But yeah, just, I can't imagine being like, and I was at the mall as, uh, no, it wasn't. Uh, so my, you know, I mean, first of all, we're all stuck at home. What am I doing? I where's, your, where's your material? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, you know, like, yeah. and then, and then just to be, like, we're all the same observation, you know, like, like stuck at home. So, I mean, yeah, there's, there's people that could do it clever. And I, I mean, I'd probably watch Chappelle, you know, do a Zoom, if he was like, I want to do a stand-up, like, I'd probably watch that. But you know, there's not a lot, of, and a lot of comedians would be like, yeah, we don't, we're not fans. You know, it's just—it's putting. Uh, it's at this point you're putting different swords in the in the fire. You know, so I'm just trying to write a script. I uh, I'm starting to paint a little bit more. I'm, I I know I figured out how to do hydro dipping. Is when you have like a tank and you have like two paint cans, so like aerosol. So I'd like blue and red, and then you can just sort of dip. So I dip my sneakers in there, right? And so this is stuff that I'm like, wow, I want to know how to do that, and I figured it out. You know. Um, so I was just doing that. So I'm teaching Sloan, you know, I'm not a teacher and I, I really appreciate them so immensely, but you know, like how do I connect with a five-year-old to teach her how to read, you know? So like, that's like just doing activities like painting or, or, or watching YouTube videos about painting. So. Yeah. That's, 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 yeah. that's what I see though. That you, there's a huge advantage of that. Uh, to going back to what we were talking about before, about you being a little bit like super creative and in the clouds is that like, you can relate so well to a five-year-old, you know, yeah, <laughs> like, like you yeah. seem like, so like, you know, like I see on, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, it, it's filtered cause it's on like Facebook and stuff, but you just, I know you're just an amazing father. Like, you know what I mean? It just comes off. You're an amazing, I see the pictures. I see the things I know it's like every, every second of every day, but you can see the love in your kid's eyes. And I know you're an amazing father because of that. Right. And, and yeah. And, and a lot of that, a lot of it has to, well, I'm, I'm lucky cause she's, you know, my my partner, she's an amazing woman. So the bar's set really high, but like, yeah, I, I, I man, I like, I think about what a sh- sh- shitty kid I must have been for my parents, you know. And no, uh, no, no, you can remember, <laughs> no, you, you you say that, but honestly, dude, no, because we don't. Uh, remember, we we what is it? It's, it's uh, I'm gonna go, try to think of this quote. It's something like eighty percent of what we think we remember is wrong. Like, because right. yeah. through a filter, every time you remember it, you change it. And I even made a video on that. Like oh, every, yeah. every time you think about it, you recall it, you, you shift it because it matters your mood. So if you're like angry when you recall that thing, like then you've added, you've twisted it, then you keep sure. twisting it. And then by the time you've recalled it and changed it like a hundred times, like you think that you remember it or, but you have no idea, you know, none of us do, none of us do. Like, yeah, it's kind of mutated, um, but you know what? And this is another thing too, which uh, coming back, like from stand-up, so like I never really graduated, I wasn't working and I'm trying to do stand-up and my parents have no idea what, what this world, but the, the only thing that they know about stand-up is like Russell Peters, uh, you know, and so they're asking like, what is your son doing? Like, I don't know, he's doing stand-up, he might go to school or something. And, <laughs> so and then, Yeah, you know, know. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, an article gets written in Montreal, in the Montreal Gazette, and then all these people are calling my parents. Like, oh my God, you're your son is in the newspaper. And then, and then the first line of it was Faisal Butt may be the funniest person you've never heard of yet. So my parents were like, Oh, what, this is really happening. And then, and then winning that stuff. And then, 
they got to see me open for Russell Peters. And, and so it was really cool before they let all the people in. We were, uh, they're like, let us up on stage. So my parents are just sort of like in this arena in Kingston. Uh, and, they, you know, and so that was like a weird, it was like one of them, I think the only time they've been proud of me or the first time. <laughs> it, but that was just like, oh man, years of like, just being the, I don't want to say the loser, but like the yeah, underdog. Yeah, for sure, you know? for sure. No, 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 you're right. You perceive people say, oh, my son's a doctor. You're like, wow, right? Yeah. But he's a lawyer. Wow. And then he's yeah. like, he's a comedian. He's a musician. And it's like, oh, no. Well, is he going to go back to school soon? <laughs> like, that's the question, yeah. right? Like, and, and why? why? Yeah. But you know what's now, cool? But now my be like, oh, your son went to Harvard. Okay, great. Cool. Oh, you're an engineer. Great. Did your son ever open for Russell Peters? Yeah. Good thing. So. You know, like, so that's like a weird pride point for her um yeah but you know you know what i think was so cool i'm sorry to interrupt but it was so cool is that we believed in each other before we did anything sure yeah anything i believed in you as a comedian before you ever hit one stage you believed in me as a musician before i did anything and then we were also with you know uh shabazz and shabazz before he became drum sure. buddha and all that and then uh Paul Frappy, Bad News Brown, before he became yeah, the yes, sensation indeed. that was Bad News Brown. And we all grew up, we all, like, like you know, in the same kind of area. We were all in that kind of thing. And, well, not so much for boss, but, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, he was close, always two hours away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, two hours away. But, you know what I mean? We kind of, like, all kind of crossed paths when we, and then, you know, you went and became, like, this, you know, huge comedian and, and amazing, you know, career. And, and then you have, like, I mean, miles to go. It's not like you like peaked out by a long shot you're just like you're still like you know in the, in, the, in the momentum of it and then um and then i did i did my thing and and, and i was i uh, my goal was always to be recognized in two styles of music and i was because i did um uh, two, two tracks on bad news brown's uh debut album in hip-hop and then i did uh well of course the house music so then i was like that's what i wanted i wanted to be like Two styles, recognized for two styles of music. I could do many styles, but say I want to be recognized for two styles. So that I got my goal, I got my number one Billboard hit. That's okay. Now I'm kind of, I've, I've not, I won't say outgrown. I love music. Always going to be a huge part of my life, and I can't wait to get back to producing. But right now, this is like the journey I'm, I'm on. Right? It's just like because it's the same thing we used to talk about. Right? It's like nothing has changed. We used to play chess. We used to talk about this. We used to talk about right philosophy and 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 mind power and how to make. It. And you need to know these things. And you say like to get to the you know, the, the top to be focused and stuff like that. It's just, I think it was really, really interesting though, is, is that, you know, having that purity, having that thing, having that we were all, like we all knew each other. You know what I mean? Um, uh, yeah. But you said, um, well, you know, we would come up like, nothing succeeds like success, right? We would always say that nothing succeeds like success and just sort of surrounding, just surrounding yourself with people. We, you know, we, can, we always kept to push it, but surrounding yourself with people that are, are more successful than you. You know what I mean? Uh, and then that's just like kind of what I did. Like I was hanging out with talented musicians and actors and like whatever. And I don't know. I just felt like, yeah, if you are constantly surrounded by those people that like, keep it pushing, keep it moving, then that's, you know, if you have that focus too, it's just weird. Like before all of this happened, I was sort of like kind of, kind of at a low point where I've, right. You know, I won this thing in 2014, and it was just like tons of stuff happened, stuff I didn't even imagine, and things were kind of tapering off. And then before this, and I was working part time for this theater company, which is great, but I'm like, what am I doing with my life? And I'm not touring, and this I was supposed to go on the road, and 
And then everything just kind of fell apart. This was the show with everything just died. Uh, and then my outlook was like, okay, I guess I gotta, I guess I should just quit. I just got a kid now. I can't be taking these risks. I'm like 42 as well. That's a different thing. So we were hanging out. It was like our late 20s. We're like, we're going to live forever. Yeah. You know, and now we're. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it, it, it's, it, it is a little bit different. But I have, you know, I have very little regrets. I think playing it safe is not, it was never for me, sure. uh, you know, and risking, constantly risking things to, to, to do great, to do great things. You have to have great you take great risks and with great risks comes a lot of great losses and huge losses and huge sacrifices and, and tons sure. and tons of pain. And like, like, like just think it all started because of the pain that you had because of a girl that started that right. song. Uh, the amount of things I've done uh, was out of pain. Was That's what drives, right? It drives pain and the frustration is what drives sure. me. You know, if I was comfortable and happy and it's like the, the hungry, the hungry lion, right? Like the thing is, if you're in the forest or the jungle, I should say, and there's like this lion, he just ate, right? He just ate like 10 zebras and he's sitting there all fat. You could just walk by him, right? It's all right. It's, he's not, it's not the, that's not the one you got to be worried about. You got to be worried about the hungry lion. The right. one hasn't eaten in a week right. and you walk by, man, he's going to, he's going to just devour you. So you got to stay hungry, right? Like stay yeah. hungry, stay that thing. Don't get like comfortable. Like I'm this or I'm that. And I, man, sure. I, I, I like, you know, all that made by monkey stuff was like 2004 and we, we weren't, I mean, we weren't ready, right. We weren't ready for that, you know, for that level of success. Had, had, had I got like that level of success now, it would have been something completely different or even 10 years, you know, right. after it. So like, it's hard. So then what I realized is that there's a whirlwind. So it's like, you're trying and you're trying and nothing's really happening. Nothing's really happening. And then suddenly like, just like what happened to you, like, it's good. And you're making progress, you're making these shows, stuff like that. But then just like, bam. And it's just like boom, and now you're in TV commercials, and then you're in shows, and then you're they want movies, and they want everyone wants to interview you, and you just become like it's just like it's it's this thing. It just when it hits, it hits, and yeah, and, and and just being, but also it also being prepared. You know what I mean? But whatever your talent is, whatever you've honed. Uh, you know, I was at my, one of my best friend's wedding, and I just happened to be sat next to this guy. Um, I, I, who, who's a casting director and who's like, hey man, you have an interesting look. I'm like, thanks, I don't know what that means. He's like, oh, I'm a casting director, I do TV, TV commercials, right? And so I was like, okay, why don't we just party? We'll talk on Monday and then Monday, you know what I mean? So it's, uh, you'll get these opportunities but that's again and, synchronicity yeah, and flow, right? That's synchronicity, exactly. being in flow, and you're very good at that. You understand, you understand that, and we we talked about being in the matrix or stuff like that. And there's that book uh, by Stephen Kotler, you know, like uh, Stealing Fire or Superman by 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 uh, Stephen Kotler talks about all about flow state, and it really well details like like breaks it down like synchronicity and what it is and stuff like that. And a lot of the times it comes out of these things like um, you know. Uh, generosity, love, these things like that, that comes up, right? So, uh, like, you went to this guy's wedding, right? You could have blown it off, right? Right. Because, yeah. like, yeah, you know what, like, like his wedding, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, I'd rather just, like, just, just spend Nintendo all day or so, I don't know, watch Friends, right? So, but you went, right? And because, like, you just, because, like, you go out and you do that thing, like, so you can't, no, you can't know logically, you can't use your, your head, you gotta use your heart, right? Like, right. that's one of the, always, you know, challenging things has been like like 
you know, often I have like a coach and, and mentors and people and they're like, like, stop using your head. They always say you get stuck in your head. You got to use your heart. If you use your heart, it leads you to wonderful things. Yeah. Yeah, that was. I mean, if there was ever, are you, are you putting a button on this? I mean, yeah, Jesus. But that's what I was saying. Cause I was like, I don't know, we're in quarantine for so long. And at first, like, obviously everyone's reacting the way they, um, I was like, before this all happened, I was like, I had this plan. I'm like, I'm going to record this album, uh, maybe film it. I'm going to take more acting lessons. I'm definitely going to try to book something. Uh, and then everything got shut down. So like all of my acting gigs, that's done. Nothing is sh shooting. Um, like there's no stand-up gigs. So, so, so now I'm forced. It's like life is like forcing my hand. I'm like, I, I mean, obviously I took, I'll have days where I'm like feeling sorry for myself. You know, I got to be like positive for my kid that I have these like weak yes. moments, yes. you know? Um, and that's, that's easy to be consumed by it. You know, especially I stopped, I quit smoking. I started smoking as quarantine happened. You know what I mean? Like I already, I was, you know, so, so like little bad, like bad habits are coming in. But sure, I'm also, sure. I'm also like working out more than I've ever. I've yeah. You look more. at it. You look at it. Yeah. So like, yeah. So like I, like I, you know, so it's, I'm, still, I'm just figuring it out. It's 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 uh, in having, like you said, like having successful people. Like Lucy's way smarter. Yeah, she's the better yeah. half for sure. She's the, yeah, yeah. yeah, she's <laughs> got it together, you know. And I'm like, hey, I got us camouflage headsets for your Zoom. <laughs> that's what I contribute, you know. No, no, but that's awesome. Awesome. She's an awesome lady. It's a it's a great balance. So listen, what I'm gonna do is we're gonna I'm gonna ask you for some closing thoughts, and I'm gonna have you back as a guest in like yeah. three months and then the next three months or in two months or the next two months, something like that. And until we're out of this thing and yeah, I love it. I love that. Right. And we're going to see like where we are the next time. So it's going to be like a, a, a timestamp uh, for, for today being May 1st, very easy. Or let's do like first of the month, you know, let's do every month. Let's do like, yeah, sure. you know, let's do June 1st, you know, and, and, then, and then try to get yeah. as close, as close to that day. It's and we'll do it. Yeah, we'll do it. You know that day, and and try to move from there. So, any um, closing thoughts for aspiring comedians, for aspiring actors, for anything you've had so much success? You're an awesome guy, great friend. Anything you want to leave? Words of wisdom that you want to leave uh, people with today? Yeah, you know, it's it's not supposed to be easy. If it, if it, you know, if it was an easy path, uh, it's not going to be easy. Uh, and I don't want you to quit, but I want you. We talked about we touched about this, touched on this several times about failing, and it's okay to fail. And uh, and I'm telling you right now, at, at 14 years of doing this, um, I'm in a bad, I'm in a, like a weird place. But like my faith and just the people around me, why I love doing it. Um, you just got to be true to that because that over the years has gone and come a couple of times. You just got to remember why you love doing this. Like I, I was out of standup and I, it took a show that was storytelling and I told a story about how I got arrested. Uh, I was falsely arrested. I had to go to prison. And it was like a pretty much 85% was like a female crowd. And then people were coming up to like, that was really inspiring. Oh my God, thank you. I think that, got me back into stand-up so 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 I, I i said hey look let me try let me 
obviously I, I still fail. I sometimes don't perform because I'm like stuck in my head and I don't want to have my ego. Uh, but yeah, it's a long life. Just just write a lot and don't be an asshole. Basically, that's what Hannibal Hannibal Burris said to me. And like, and I never want to be the guy that gives advice because I I'm just gonna tell you what worked for me. And and I'm where I'm at. I could have been I could have been doing a lot more. Uh, but I just found a lane that works for me and my anxiety and my mental issues of being phasal butt. <laughs> uh, so sorry, I mean, sorry, that was like a rambly thing that kind of caught me. But I, you know what? I'm interested. Like, what in 30 days, where, where am I going to be at? Where we're going to be. Where we're going to be. Awesome. Awesome. Is there anything you want to leave, like a, a website or anything that you got going that you want to, like, talk about? Or You know what? I, I am FaisalButt.com is my website. Like, I am my first and last name. Uh, it might say Lucy Evely here. Uh, using my ladies' account. Um, uh, yeah, I am FaisalButt. Like, that's basically, I mean, I'll be trying to film some new bits. Uh, just like on my phone, and I'll just usually put them up there. Uh, you can check me out Instagram, or eat. you know what? Like I'm 42, so really you can just find me on Facebook. Just add me and send me a message, and I'll respond. I'll answer your questions. Awesome, awesome. Listen, thank you so much, bro. I really, really appreciate it. Amazing, uh, amazing. So we'll try for that once a month thing. I think that's going to be super fun. So on that note, I will wish you a happy evening and wish you a successful and peaceful mind if, my friend if, if anyone ever asks and i've signed stuff like so uh and this is something i took from you which is basically it was this uh health success happiness and i think there was something else that you said but i uh i end my own spin so health success happiness to all you guys awesome bro okay look thank you so much yeah. and it there and i'll see you I'll see you in one month buddy yeah buddy all right ciao.